This is the Taz and Jim podcast. What, let's uh, let's talk about Alex Trebek here. This guy is unbelievable. Uh, looking at this, an organization called the Doe Fund is saying that Alex Trebek has donated all of his Jeopardy suits, all the wardrobe that he wore on the show De- Jeopardy, to homeless people so they can use Alex Trebek's suits while they're applying for jobs. That's amazing. Like, come on, Trebek. We That's get so it. Good. You're the best guy ever. I'm so glad it's uh, Trebek's suits and not Don Cherry's suits because that's going to be an awkward interview. (laughs) Might not help you get the job, but Trebek always had the nicest suits. Don Cherry does the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) People are showing up with the the high collars and the The, the plaid on. Yeah, the Chesterfield pattern. Now tell us, Ron, why do you think you're... uh... A good candidate to work here. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've been uh, interested in furniture all my life, and uh, your warehouse looks like a real nice place to work, you know? <laughs> I'm a good Kingston boy. Trebek is just the nicest guy ever, though. I officially. know. Like, like, um, God is sitting on his uh, throne reading this story today, and he's like, okay, Trebek, <laughs> we already let you in. Give it a rest. What, are you coming for me? You want to sit on the throne? <laughs> enough is enough, Trebek. We, we we open the gates for you. You're here. You don't <laughs> have to keep doing nice stuff even after you're dead, but that is pretty incredible. Alex Trebek's Jeopardy wardrobe donated to the homeless to help them with their job interviews. We got to uh, give an update on Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> this woman on TikTok who has gone, she's all over the place now because she ran out of hair product. So she decided to substitute Gorilla Glue. Hey, y'all. For those of y'all that know me know, my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No, it's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, look. My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times. (laughs) And it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! My hair. So I'm going to tell y'all like this. If you ever, ever run out of got to be glue spray, don't ever, ever use this. Unless you want your hair to be like that. Forever. Got to be. If you run out of got to be, Jim, do not use Gorilla Glue. Understand? Yeah, I, I I was well aware. I was pretty sure that was not the move to make. That <laughs> I, is I, just. I, I feel ran bad out of for visine. The- I ran out of visine, so I decided to use some crazy glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of the same stuff. No, it looks like the bottle is a dropper. You know, whatever. She's from Louisiana. She's going to sue Gorilla Glue because on the label it tells you not to put it on. Uh, on skin, don't use it internally. Don't put it on your skin. But it doesn't say anything about using it when you run out of got to be. So so stupid, so stupid. And you know what? She'll probably win. If anybody <laughs> or she, settle out of court, yeah, she should. She should sh- sue got to be glue because that's the one that got the glue. 
Like that's the one that got her confused that glue yeah. was going in your hair in the first place. Yeah, it's right? not called gel. It's not called mousse. It's called got to be glue. So you've been putting this stuff in your hair. You're like, oh, I'm out of got to be glue. I need some different glue. Yeah. Well, this is gorilla glue. I'll what could use go it wrong? Instead. Yeah. She started a uh, GoFundMe page with a goal of one thousand five hundred dollars, so she could get treatment to get the the glue out of her off of her head. Like it's really stuck yeah. down there. It's like a flat. And if it's you, a you helmet. Know what it's it's like it's like when they when you wear like hair flat to your to your head, and then, then a lot right of times down. you have like the sideburns that right. are like flat to your head. That's the kind of hairstyle she's going for. She's raised fourteen thousand dollars, and now a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills has offered her a procedure to get the the glue off. It could take days, according to the plastic surgeon. Normally costs around twelve thousand five hundred dollars, but he is going to do it for free hmm. for the publicity. To be the the man who saved Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> I would just let it grow out, or would it become like a giant ingrown hair on your head? Oh. Like you'd think it would just like grow out like a kind of a helmet slowly, and then you'd be able to just cut underneath it. Yeah, is waited out. Or, or would the months. hair start growing down into your brain? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That Gorilla Glue is serious stuff. If that happened, it may make this woman smarter. A <laughs> <laughs> little brain stimulation. A little, Stir things up a little. Yeah, mix it up in there. You have the right to remain stupid. <laughs> I don't even think I need to tell the whole story here. Just read the headline. A guy with a not drunk bumper sticker backs into a cop car while drinking bush light. <laughs> That's the headline. Huh. It explains explains what happened. Portland, Oregon. A guy named Jeffrey Cannon on Saturday was doing 90 miles an hour when he sped past the cop. On the back of the uh, Volkswagen he was driving, large bumper sticker that said, Not drunk, avoiding potholes. <laughs> so that's why he's swerving. Yeah, he's swerving all over the road because he's avoiding pothole, potholes. Cop... Uh, <laughs> Pulled him over. Well, he was pulled over. The Jetta rolled backwards into the cop car. When asked why he backed up, Jeff didn't even realize it had happened. Oh, dear. Cop spotted an open can of Bush Light in the cup holder. He had a gun in the car with no serial number. They mm. found more beer cans and a bag of cocaine in the center console. Hmm. Maybe he should have put not a drug dealer, not a gun owner, <laughs> not, <laughs> and not, not anything. Hold on, the- and his bumper sticker should have also said, and not driving with a suspended license. <laughs> That's like <laughs> because beyond guess, a hat trick. What is guess that? Guess what? Uh, breathalyzer showed he was three times the legal limit. Wow. And uh, not surprising, he's facing a bevy of charges, <laughs> I, I think is how you'd describe it. Could you break more laws simultaneously? Well, that is wild. At that point, when you have it on the bumper sticker, when you got the beer in the center console, it's almost like you want to get caught. Yeah, it's, it's a cry for help it's is what it is. It's a cry for help, and hopefully uh, Jeffrey Cannon gets the help that he needs. You have the right to remain stupid! It's a free divorce. We are giving away, this isn't a joke, we're giving away a divorce for Valentine's Day. 
And we're getting a ton of entries. Yeah, a lot of people need a divorce. A lot of people Holy. ready to call it as it lies. That's it. <laughs> as it lies dead. As it lies dead. There's no no point in continuing here. We are done, done, done. And we're getting messages from a lot of people, Jim, who they've been separated for over a decade and just for financial reasons, haven't finalized the divorce. So $5,000 in legal fees from our friends at Millar's Law. Mm -hmm. That's going to help out big time. And a storage locker from Storage Works. So if you want to get out of the, the situation you're in, your living situation, you can do that immediately. And both of you can get ready to move on with your lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday we, we we told the story about someone who's been separated for 12 years. Yeah. Boy, they need this five grand just to cut loose and live again. I just want it to be over, I believe. After <laughs> 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 a you thought COVID lasted a while. This is a 12-year separation trial. I've heard of dragging stuff out, but <laughs> wow. It's funny, too, because some people are mad at us. Like, I understand that divorce... Listen, I, I, I get it. My parents got divorced. It wasn't an easy thing to go through as a child uh, to see your parents break up. Um, but it's a reality of life, and you only get to go around once. So if you're not happy, mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is is move on and hopefully find a little peace in your life. Um, we are getting some pushback from some people like, oh, this is tasteless. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't be giving away uh, a divorce on the radio. Well, <laughs> this is a positive. This is helping people. $5,000 that is going to stay in your pocket that you can spend on your children, on yourself, on setting up your new life instead of giving it to the lawyer. That's mm-hmm. a sweet deal. And compare what we're doing, our Valentine's Day promotion, to some other companies like the Humane Society... In Lexington, Kentucky, Retropoption is the name of their promo for Valentine's Day. For a $10 donation to the Humane Society, they will get uh, cats to literally poop on a picture of your ex. (laughs) What's wrong with that? That's classy. Our adoptable kittens will have your back. They will take a dump all over your ex. We will send you the video, and it will only cost you $10. All the money will go to support the, the kittens and the cats that are in the care of the Humane Society. It's actually genius. Sure. It's, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, if, if you have a problem with us giving away a divorce, you got to have a problem with those cute, adorable, snuggly kittens as well, because it's basically the same thing. But if you want Taz to drop a deuce on an old photo, like by all means, for the right price. I'll do it on the actual person if you pay me enough. (laughs) (laughs) So anyone who's complaining, it could be worse, all right? (laughs) It could be worse. If you are interested in the prize, we're giving it away the Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, after uh, the long weekend then you can go online right now to y108.ca or fm96.com. Tell us why you're ready to call it quits with your current relationship, and you could win a divorce with Taz and Jim. Let's take a look at the lighter side of the deadly global pandemic that we're in the middle of. COVID-19, oh, why you so mean? My test came back clean, but I'm still in During this pandemic, we've seen the shortage 
of many items, including toilet paper, right? There's a shortage of toilet paper. Other things people are snatching up off the shelves, make them harder to find. But there is a surplus of some items as well. Thanks to COVID-19, the Major League Baseball is stuck with 4 million unused bobbleheads. (laughs) There's There's a big bobblehead surplus, Jim. Jim? Where's Jim? Jim, are you okay? What is going on? Hello? What are you doing? I had my... I was listening to the Cash Vault guests from 640. <laughs> sorry, man. I had my headphones down. We're in the middle of a segment. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I lost track of time. I grabbed the clip. From 8.40 every morning, I send it to everybody so that they know where the cash vault is. This morning, the guy screwed up at 6.40 and guessed outside the window. I was all excited to grab that and send it to everybody. I I forgot we were still doing the show. Wow. So what do we do now? Do you even know what I was talking about? You want to take it from, should we take it from the top? I agree. Austin Matthews is on fire, man. No, it uh, wasn't Austin Matthews. mm -hmm. But yeah, Leafs play the Habs tonight. Yes! Uh, we weren't talking about that, though, Jim. Oh. Are you ready? Let, Sorry, should we take a mulligan on this one? <laughs> let's keep going. Okay, I'm hey. Sure you set it up brilliantly. Let's talk about the lighter side of the deadly global pandemic that we're in the middle of. Now I screwed it up. <laughs> I've, I've hit the first domino, and it's a disaster. Okay, we're doing this because okay, I made okay. a fun sound effect. Here we go. COVID-19, oh, why you so mean? My test came back clean, but I'm still... Well, Jim... Jim? Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you were going to finish that. Like, I, I thought you were say, well, Jim, here's the thing. No, well, Jim, and yep. you say, yeah, I just want to make sure you're still there. All Part right. of the problem is my tablet died, and I can't see Taz anymore. Yeah, yeah uh, one good. more, one more time. Here we go. This is the life. It doesn't work this time. We're done. <laughs> we're just going to play more music. So we're in the middle of a pandemic, hey, gang? And, oh boy, are we. And Jim. Yeah? Yes, Taz? <laughs> Remember when, like, uh, toilet paper was flying off the shelves? There's, like, a shortage of toilet paper right now. It's tough to get the vaccine. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that uh, that you can't, you just can't get because everybody has stockpiled it. Well, there is something that there's a surplus of. Believe it or not, bobbleheads. Hmm. Yeah, what? Major League Baseball is stuck with 4 million unused bobbleheads from last season. Because <laughs> they'll have, like, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Day, and they give out that specific bobblehead to everybody who attends the game. Exactly. Yeah. So the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates, had a Trevor Williams bobblehead uh, set for late August. They were going to give away 10,000 of them. It, it was because Major League Baseball, they're doing Star Wars days. Seems to be more and more popular where people dress as Star Wars characters. Hmm. So it's Trevor Williams in a stormtrooper outfit. He says that he got 75 of them dropped off at his house the other day because they're just giving them away. And now if you follow him on social media, you may be able to win one of these bobbleheads. But uh, that's a uh, 4 million unused bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. 
You you can't trade any players. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that, worth it anymore. That you have a bobblehead of because you've got to use them next time fans are allowed in the stands. Yeah, yeah. any player who knew he had a bobblehead in the shoot knows that he's going to be at the team for a couple more years. Job security. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, while we're talking about the vaccine, uh, this is interesting. Apparently, there is a race on, a technological race on, to develop the first drone that delivers the COVID vaccine. So there's a bunch of companies who are working on drones to deliver COVID vaccines. I, I don't know exactly how that would go, but I'd imagine it would be something like this. There's one vaccine, another one. All right, group of people over here. You ready for it? Roll up your sleeves. I got one in the eye. Is that still good? <laughs> yeah, Am that's still safe. That's the sound effect I really worked hard on. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's why we didn't abandon things there. So uh, watch the skies. If you haven't got your vaccine yet, one could sneak up on you in the wow. near future. COVID wasn't already scary enough. Here comes the vaccine. <laughs> hey, let's do an update here. Yesterday, we were talking about how, how amazing this is, if it's true. But the guy who uh, was streaking at the Super Bowl, uh, he claims that he bet $50,000 that there would be a streaker at the game. And then he decided he was going to be that guy. So he made $374,000. So there was a story going around. A guy posted a picture with this guy from before the game in a bar saying, hey, I met the Super Bowl streaker, and and this is what he said he was going to do. This is his plan, and he actually did it. Now he's going to get all this money. But you know the internet. You can't trust things that you just see in a meme and Mm got to do a little digging. Well, this guy was on Florida radio station WLLD, in Lakeland, Florida, and he is insisting that he did bet $50,000 on the fact that there is going to be a streaker at the Super Bowl. Once we came up with this idea to do this, I called one of my friends, and he goes, I wonder if there's a prop bet for that. So we started searching uh, Bovada. Bovada prop bet was plus 750 for a fan to run onto the field. So I immediately started calling every single person I know and asked them to set up an account with Bovada. And place this bet for me. <laughs> I did as many as I can, and with the difference, we made a, about three hundred seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> this is ama- This is amazing. Legend. I love this because nobody got hurt, right? You know, streaking. It's annoying, but yeah. If anyone got hurt, it's the guy who was tackled while wearing a uh, a pink thong bathing suit. <laughs> this guy, yeah. I heard also he sent a buddy out. Like there, it was a two man operation. He sent his friend first to distract the security. So when they went to go after that guy, then he took that opportunity to run on the field and get like a, a head start. Right. So he had a, the the one guy was the decoy. Yeah. And then he geared down and jumped out there. They had legit tactics. He's lucky that one of the Kansas City players didn't take him down because those guys at that point of the game, they weren't in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, I just dropped you know what I mean? Spikes. Looking for an excuse. Yeah. Stiff yeah. arm. Just a clothesline. Uh, well, I got to say, uh, I wish I thought of it, and I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that uh, you're not going to be able to bet on mm-hmm. whether or not there is a streaker. There's a lot of people saying that this guy's not telling the truth because 
there's no betting website that would take a $50,000 bet on uh, on whether or not someone's going to run on the field. It's just too risky. But he says that he, he called his friends and he got a bunch of people yeah. to make smaller bets and it totaled up to $50,000. Yeah, collectively. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. And he's famous now too. And it only cost him $1,000 to get out of jail. So he just cleared three hundred grand, Easy. You do the math. <laughs> You're stupid not to streak. Right. What are you going to be when you grow up, kids? Uh, I want to be like that guy. <laughs> Pink thong bikini rich man. And I love this text message we just got. You can text us anytime during the show. We've got a big uh, screen right next to us. Your messages pop up through the morning. Uh, here's a message from a listener. It says, hey, Taz. I'm starting a blog on my favorite Canadian DJs hmm. in the radio industry. Do you happen to know John Derringer very well? He works at Q107. <laughs> I'd love to get, get in touch with him. Wow. <laughs> but the best part is, I don't think they're joking. I don't think they realized <laughs> what a burn this text message is. <laughs> It's like when you hand a jersey to like a guy on the basketball court and be like, hey, can you go get LeBron to sign this for me? And the guy thinks right. he's going to sign it. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Hey, Taz, I'm starting a blog on my favorite Canadian DJs in the radio industry. Do you know how you can get in touch with John Derringer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least say, hey, Taz, you know, do a fake interview with Taz first and then get the contact info. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's like when you date the friend to get closer to the girl you're really interested <laughs> in, right? The old bait and switch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's your sister? I didn't know that. She, oh, yeah, no, I, we've met before, right? <laughs> you do know Derringer, though. Are you going to hook this guy up with his... Uh... Yeah, well, the, I, I'll pull some strings for you here. If you want to talk to John Derringer, I'll send a message and see if he uh, he's interested in being on your awesome radio blog. I'm busy on other radio blogs anyways. I don't need you. <laughs> Again, some messages. Derringer is fire, though. Legend. He is. He's like the, you know, he's the guy. Of course. We love John Derringer on Q107. Yeah. He's, the, he's the classic rock, quintessential classic rock Canadian DJ. Yeah, he's Mr. Toronto. He's been around forever, and he's... Uh, uh, he he is someone who should be on your blog before myself. <laughs> uh, but I just love the way you phrase the question. Thank you for that. That's my favorite text message that we've received in 2021. We've got a lawsuit alert. The Tragically Hip has filed suit over Mill Street Brewery over their 100th Meridian Lager. 100th Meridian Lager uh, put out by Mill Street is not associated with the Tragically Hip. And now that the guys have some some time to kind of focus on this sort of stuff, they're like, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, 100th Meridian. When I first saw it, I thought it was a Tragically Hip beer. I thought it was because a lot of uh, bands, a lot of uh, artists, musicians, actors, whoever, they're doing collaborations with breweries now, right? Mm-hmm. Band is seeking a minimum of $500,000 in punitive, aggravated, and exemplary damages 
along with additional damages for copyright infringement. Hmm. I didn't think it was a collaboration. I thought it was just a reference. Like, each weed strain or craft beer seems to be a reference of something from pop culture. You know, it seems to be a common trend. So, I I didn't think it was that bad, but looking back at the case, I saw a bunch of examples of um, the brewery using, you know, uh, Tragically Hip album art in the background of their posts about the beer and this one was around may 2 4 i think there was like three hip albums in the background with the beer in the forefront like you're clearly you trying to that. make a connection yeah you're trying to trying to associate the beer and the hip you know it's it, it the tragically hip that's their brand they uh have the opportunity you mentioned marijuana strains and they're in the marijuana game mm-hmm. they've got their own wine uh, one day they may want to release an at the hundredth meridian lager, and that opportunity has basically been taken away from them by Mill Street. I'm sure Mill Street would argue that, oh, we had no idea. Well, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Oh, there's a song called At the Hundredth Meridian. We just love that line of latitude. <laughs> That's just our favorite. <laughs> their favorite line on our globe. <laughs> I don't even really know exactly what it is, but uh, some line that goes through Canada somewhere, you know? Something to do with Buffalo. Without a doubt. <laughs> I, nobody would have heard of it if it wasn't for the hip song. Right. It wouldn't. It, Canadians would not gravitate towards a beer called 100th Meridian if it wasn't for the Tragically Hip. And this doesn't look good for Mill Street. We've got a, a list. This was leaked. This is a list of uh, other potential names from the brainstorming session mm. when they named the 100th Meridian beer. Yeah. 39 years old. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Hmm. That's I, a little, you know, I, that one may be, may be a coincidence. Okay, what about this one? Ahead by a decade lager. That is, that's a little too close for comfort. How about Grace as well? <laughs> Locked in the trunk of my car logger. Not locked in the trunk of a car. It's my car. So it's not specifically. Yeah, yeah, it's my car. Locked in the trunk of my car logger from Mill Street. Yeah. What's this one? New Orleans is drinking? (laughs) Here's my favorite Bill Cajun. Yeah, it's a guy named Bill. Sure, he's got a brother, Bob, but <laughs> he's a totally different guy. The Tragically Hip never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts and we'll keep talking.